Hi, I'm Rail Bricker, and I'll be one of your hosts for the Business Excellence Podcast. Hi, and I'm Lindsay Adams. I'm the co-host. And together, we're going to be talking about what makes up business excellence. And we believe that you can never be perfect. All you can be is excellent. And in our businesses and in our lives, we want to achieve excellence. And that's why this is the Business Excellence Podcast. Welcome back to part two of the episode of the Business Excellence Podcast in conversation with Candice Mama, author of Forgiveness Redefined. And we finished part one by exploring personality styles and behavioral styles and how that impacts on forgiveness and on life. As you were saying, personality types, right? Uh, personality profiles. The people that trigger us the most are mirrors to our wounds. And so if you are very wounded, guess what? More people are going to trigger you. It's just that simple, right? And so you, there's some people, I don't know if you guys have ever encountered these kind of people, but in every situation, they can find a problem. And you think like, yeah, yeah, of I, I don't need to be the bad guy here, but um, there's one common denominator and that might, might just be you, <laughs> you know? So if people can consistently push your buttons and they've got the remote to your emotional state and they're like, you know what, today I just feel like real, I'm going to get on his nerves today. And I know exactly what to say and how to trigger him. Then guess what? You don't have emotional, like you, you don't have control of your emotions. And therefore someone can derail you with a comment, with a phrase. So the more healed you are, the less triggered you are by the world. So that's what I found. Like I was so much more triggered when I was in a place of pain. Everything triggered me. Everyone could say anything. And I'd be like, ah. Oh. And now I'm only probably triggered by family because, you know, family is amazing. <laughs> and, um, and those closest to me. Like, so if people know me intimately or really well and they do something that hurts me, I'm, I'm more likely to be triggered. If someone doesn't know me or someone I work with or whatever, I'm just like, whatever. I, I can move past it a so, lot easier. So it's almost like putting on a Teflon-coated suit so nothing sticks or, or everything just slides off, isn't it? It really is. And it's so important to do that. It's so important to not, I mean, the world is a very tense place currently, right? And how we're living. And it's so important to not let things stick. You can't be affected by everything that comes your way or else you are always angered. You are always triggered. And I know right now we live in a very, the first to react um, society whereby like, oh, I want to be the first to be outraged because if I'm the first, then everyone can rally around me. But that's not an effective way to live, right? You have to look at the facts at hand. You have to be able to say, okay, I am mad at this person. I am, mad. for example, if Trump tweets something and it happens to be very sexist or very racist, I can look at it and say, okay, this is not a great statement. I am a little triggered by this. I am a little annoyed by this. But I'm not, it's not going to impact my day past me reading that tweet. You know? Whereas some people, it impacts their entire day, their week, their month. They are on Facebook. They are on Twitter. They're on, and I'm like, do you know how much energy you are expending on a human being who doesn't even know you exist? And so it's so important to really contextualize that as we live and breathe, as COVID has shown us, we have less ways of replenishing our energy resources, right? We do not, we're not able to go out with friends as we used to or whatever that, like hiking, whatever it is for individuals. And so you have to be very aware of where your energy goes. And if your energy goes to outrage, you're probably less effective in your career. 
So that's just my thinking around it. I mean, Candice, I've got it. You know, Lindsay and I, as he mentioned, work a lot with behavioral styles and behavioral profiles. And when we look at the basic behaviors, we find that people have a natural style and an adapted style. And the natural style being, you know, the way they are at home and, and generally the way they react under stress. And their adapted style is the way they are at work. Now, what you're saying is that you need to kind of let it all fly off you. Do you, because the problem with the two styles is if there is a stark difference between them, you are continually under stress because you're trying to act in one way at work that's different to your natural style. Over the last few years and, and through the process of your own healing, how have you brought all those things together that, that Candace hanging out with her friends is the same Candace at work? Uh. It's, it's so important to have a consistent core nature, right? I think that's where it all it almost comes down to. You have to be consistent at your core. You've got to be authentic in what you do. And I think that authenticity and that consistency can only come from knowing yourself. And I think that's where people struggle. You know, if you don't know who you are as an individual and you're not um, you're trying to adjust to your environment and you're constantly trying to be accepted or whatever it may be for different people, then it becomes incredibly difficult to have that ability to adapt in your friendship group and in your work environment. And of course, Candace in work is not the same as Candace hanging out with her friends. You know, like there's certain things I'm gonna say in friendship and within family and within comfortable environments that I'm just not gonna say at work, you know. Um, but I think at my core nature, I'm the same person. I'm just more like professional in this environment, more laid back, which I think every human being tends to be. Um, but I think where people struggle is, as you said, Raul, uh, if you are completely different in your work environment as opposed to your home environment or friendship group or whatever that may be, um, because I think then marrying the two worlds becomes incredibly difficult. Uh, so for me, I found that just consistency of character, like if I know you in this context and I know you're in a professional context, there's certain things I should be able to say without a shadow of a doubt. Right. Like I should be like, he's a dependable person. He's a this kind of person. He's a stand up guy. He's got great character. Da, 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 da. And so if that's consistent throughout your friendships and throughout your work career, then you'll be fine. I think it's when those two have like very stark differences where people are like, who is this person? Because you just come across as insincere or not authentic. And people like people notice these things, especially at a subconscious level, I think. So that's interesting. So can you be successful without self-leadership? Oh, yeah. Like, I think, I think you can be. I think you can be to a certain degree. Um, but I don't think you can reach the heights of the success you're probably looking for, right? Because even if you look at someone as terrible as Trump, um, I mean – Sorry to all listeners who are supporters of his, whatever. Um, but I think even when you look at like some of the worst people or people we deem the worst people in the world, they may be terrible people to like a terrible person to other people, but to themselves, <laughs> they are incredible. Like they are like the Teflon Don, you know, they don't let things stick. They know how to stick to routine. They know how to, you know, lead their emotions. And I think that is the most powerful thing you can have in any industry and in your life. Knowing how to control your emotions is a superpower. 
Because when you're not to control your emotions, when things go bad for you, you're not sitting there ruminating and like feeling sorry for yourself for weeks and months and years because it becomes a pattern. There's some people where you look at their lives when, you know, something went wrong, a really tragic thing, you know, they lost their job or whatever the case is. And that just goes and it goes. And you think, okay, in a month, this person's going to be back. And then it becomes a year and then it becomes years. And then that person loses themselves because they gave into that state. Um, whereas people who are very successful from what I've witnessed are people who've got a very strong emotional core. So they can be like, okay, this hurts, but I know that I need to get through it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I think that's important. So can you be, I think you can reach a certain level of success without self-leadership, but to reach great heights, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I think you're onto it. Yeah. Thank you, Candice. You know, when we first met a few years ago and you gave a, a talk at, at the In Harmony gathering, you, you said something in your talk there that's always struck with me. And that was almost a comment you made that was with maturity way beyond your years, even at the time you said it. And that was your first visit to Eugene where he asked you if you forgave him and you said, do you forgive yourself? And mm. I think that that's come out resoundingly in your work and now about self-healing and, and self-leadership and how you have to actually learn to forgive first and forgive yourself. So oh. thank you for those words of wisdom a few years ago um, in Cape Town and they've struck with me all this time. No, oh, thank you. I'm so, so Candice, uh, where you, you've written this book, Forgiveness Redefined, um, help our listeners, uh, where, where would they be able to get a copy of the book? And then if they wanted to, how would they get in touch with you? Oh, amazing. So everyone, like all the information about me, my book, ebook, physical book, um, is on my website. So that's www.candice, C-A-N-D-I-C-E, mama, M-A-M-A, Com. So as soon as you come onto my website, you can find everything I'm doing, social media, everything. Thank you, Candice. And thank you for being our guest on the Business Excellence Podcast. And to our listeners, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Business Excellence Podcast.